Welcome to the One Night Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is episode 14, and uh, today's sponsor is Robin Hood. If, uh, it's, uh, if you like transparency, go with Robin Hood. All right. We take your oh. money so you don't have to use it. Robin Hood, up to no good. Yeah, we're back. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, shout, out to, shout out to Greg the Egg. Greg the Egg, straight out of um, Succession. And shout out to Rafael Martinez, who made his way back onto the podcast. It's been some time. He was living that that sweet farmer life. How did that go for you, Ralph? Um, something must have scared the cows pretty bad because the, the milk went sour. Ah. <laughs> How many glasses did you have until you figured figured that? About one. <laughs> Just one. <laughs> All it takes is one. And we got our boy Frank Diluted. Hey, what's happening, yo? All right, so we're back, back in action, the three amigos. Going to go over just some some basic topics, going to talk about the new Marvel series, WandaVision, going to the recent UFC fights, and some boxing news, and yeah, just get back into the swing of things. I am, uh, first of all, let me just say this, uh, this is the first one-night episode under a new administration. We have a new administration. No. I want Joe Biden. I need Joe Joe Biden. Oh, Shotgun Joe. Yeah, times have changed. Um, Our previous episodes, things were really up in the air. Felt like we were on the verge of a civil war. But yeah, the world world in the U.S. is kind of settling down a bit. So that has been nice. It's nice to know that politics is boring now. Like, there's not. <laughs> yes. It's it's nice to know that something crazy and hectic isn't happening on Twitter every day, and the president is the one doing it. Like, it's it's like this stress relief tension in the back of your head that's no longer there. You know. It's nice to know that I don't have to shit on the commander in chief anymore because he got banned. Yeah. Where is he now? <laughs> He's like, he <laughs> fell off the face of the earth. Like, where is he? Good. Um, he's on, you can follow him on MySpace or uh, Friendster. On Zynga. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing some uh, ruby red lipstick. <laughs> Puckering up. He tried to join Tumblr real quick, but he got banned. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's crazy. Like, that man got deleted. <laughs> he's just straight in off the face, face of the earth. Just, no, off the face of the internet. His presence in, is gone. They put him in the recycle bin and right click delete. <laughs> <laughs> Empty bin. Yeah. Arrivederci. Um, but yeah, it is. It is a completely different feeling now. I would wake up every morning, go on Reddit, and see like the world news subreddit. Trump has recently got into a fist fight with a, a monkey. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, what is this man doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. Like, you would feel rage every single day at the yeah. tidbit of news that would come out. You know, poor monkey. Like, that monkey didn't do anything to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That monkey cured AIDS or something. Yeah. You had to, I don't know. It was just, he would do the most vile stuff at 
like the in, the most innocent people. Like he had a beef with that Greta. What's her, what's that girl's name? Greta Thunberg. Greta Thunberg. Oh, Greta get in yeah. that cheddar. Uh, Greta yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, we talked about that Damn, already. Damn, throwback. Dude, he was beefing with the 16-year-old environmentalist. Like, come on, bro. I think she's younger. What, whatever. Yeah, but it just goes to show the lengths of uh, and, uh, how, how mature our president, our former president used to be. I actually saw today that a Trump supporter, she uh, she did a, like, a quick TikTok about talking about the Joe Biden supporters. And she's out there like, hey, guys. I'm wondering, why aren't you guys posting about how much you support Joe Biden? Where, where's your gear? Where's your Joe Biden gear? And I'm like, bro, <laughs> we are so normal. Yeah. We want our politicians to be boring. We don't want to like yeah. prop them up like they're like like they're they God, God to us. Yeah, yeah. Like I want my <laughs> I want my shirt to have Super Mario on it, and not make Joe Biden great again. <laughs> like, like yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna be exactly. writing that hard like, for politicians. Like that's that doesn't. My, my president isn't a fucking sports team. The fuck? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, it's, I, I don't. I don't want a fucking huge flag in the back of my Toyota Corolla <laughs> with Sleepy Joe Biden on it, like <laughs> for the senior citizen. <laughs> Come on, yeah. I'd rather have like uh, I don't know a T-shirt with my grandma on it. <laughs> Show yeah, <support> exactly. <laughs> I got the goal hard yeah. in the paint for Joe Biden. Like I know. That's uh, not not that into it. It's they they just created a whole new culture. Uh Trump yeah. enabled a lot of people to openly act very, very stupid. But times are changing. Uh I thought it was hilarious how um they would like interview Trumpers and when they were in uh, storming the Capitol, it's like, Well, what are you planning to do? <laughs> they're just like clueless they didn't have an answer it's like you guys are going through all this hoopla and you don't even have a plan yeah when they're in like the, the they're inside the building they're getting papers and stuff like what are you even looking for like what <laughs> like you don't even know what you're looking at like I, if i were to go in there i wouldn't know what i'm looking at like it was yeah, just yeah. that whole that whole thing was insane yeah, I think I saw one of them uh, like skimming through like a notebook. Like they found, like we got, we got to find some incriminating evidence here. And I'm like, you, you guys aren't finding anything. You don't know what you're looking for. Like, would they really leave incriminating evidence like on the Capitol floor? Like, no. <laughs> just like a copy of the Constitution. <laughs> They're flipping through it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. But. Yeah, let's move on. What's 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 on the docket here? Uh, well, Wandavision. That's been the most watched, and as you told us before we started recording this, you haven't <laughs> caught up to speed on the latest episodes. So, I think yeah, it's a and good look, place to start. Yeah, no, it's okay. Like, yourself, Frank. No, no, no. <laughs> why, why do you hate Marvel? It's I don't like, hate Marvel. Oh, I hate dude. black and white. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I hate I, funny sitcoms. No, like, uh, I, I enjoyed the first two episodes, but it was something, like, that I wasn't dying to, dying in eagerness to watch uh, the following two episodes, or the following episode. It was just something that I, f I felt like those two episodes could have just been one episode, and nothing of yeah. value would have been missed. But I get, look, like, I think we, we touched upon this, like, a little bit. Uh, 
I'm pretty sure that the next episodes are going to reveal certain things. And then retroactively, we're going to watch those earlier episodes and be like, oh my god, that's cool. That's what they were trying to do. Like, we're going to realize a lot of little Easter eggs, you know, that... Uh, well, we already of... did, Frank. <laughs> I know, but it's still... Like, I don't want to I don't want to be like a hate or anything, but I, I was mm. just like... Like I said, like I wasn't dying to watch the next episodes. Like I'm sure they're fine. I'm sure they're great. I think someone makes a cameo or something. I don't know, but go ahead, you guys. You guys talk about that. No, yeah, I agree. I think standalone. If you watch those episodes, it's not like, oh man, I really want to rewatch that because that joke was so funny. Like nothing yeah. really had me in stitches where I was like, oh man, bring that back. <laughs> I need to see that one more time. Run it, run it yeah. back, run it back. Um, See, uh, he, he, uh, oh, uh, go ahead, Ralph. Uh, did that uh, on the first episode? Did you guys not felt like a like an air of creepiness from uh, that lady? The, the the little dinner party he had his boss over, and he the boss brought his wife. And, you oh, know, Vision was choking. Yeah, and then the lady just looked was looking. I believe uh, she was looking at Wanda, right? And she what was she telling him? Like, help, help him. Help him. Did did not like kind of creep you out a little? No, yeah, I like that part. I thought that was good. Yeah. I wanted, I wanted the show to be more of that and not so much. It was, I felt like it was too much sitcom and not enough mm. eeriness just, and mystique. You know what I, I think uh, Marvel's uh, whole thing is. Uh, I mean, especially the MCU uh, Marvel uh, is that they. I feel like they try to play it too safe sometimes, where they want to please everybody and they don't want to like you know take the take a you know a particular show. At a you know a wild uh, left turn at Albuquerque type deal twist, uh, plot twist that uh, that might make some audiences upset. That's why I feel like uh, MCU sort of falters a little with their um, when they try to cater to to everybody. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess I could agree to that a little bit. But I just think that the show has to be interesting, even. Even without this twist that's upcoming, that's going to shed light on the rest of the episodes, you know. Yeah. And without the twist, I was I would still watch episodes one and two. And to me, they're just not that interesting. Yeah, exactly. You know, like it's too reliant oh, on that twist. All right, they're going for like I I know they're they're gonna do this thing like we I we like you guys. I might make like a complete fool of myself, and my my predictions could be off, but it's. She's obviously like covering up some sort of trauma, and she's something's going on where the world is not as it seems. That's obvious, and that's I guess maybe it's too obvious where I'm just not that captivated by it, you know? Yeah. So, oh, go ahead. Especially like we already know that Vision died. Like we know that Thanos killed. Yeah. So there, there isn't too much like mystery there. We've already seen Spider-Man: Far From Home. Yeah, we've seen life after the snap, so yeah. there's only exactly so much that exactly you can, you can show that we aren't already like familiar with. Yeah, yeah, and if they're going for like comedy type sitcom whole deal, like even that itself, like it wasn't a super strong suit that they pulled it off. So it's just like, why am I exactly am I watching this? Um, <laughs> but. But I mean, like, I know the internet, Twitter, 
they went crazy over episode four. So I'm gonna go back and revisit it when when you get a chance, especially since the episodes aren't too long. But that's just my general opinion on it. Yeah, with the credits being like ten minutes and the episodes being like twenty. <laughs> It's not but too hard I, to go back. I always wait to see if there's an after credit scene, but no. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I just I feel like such a it. fool. But uh, I mean, you guys watched episodes three and four, so you guys can talk about it. What, what happened? Uh what was episode three? Is that where she's pregnant? Yeah. 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 So she creates two two twins, uh, twins, a set of twins. Yeah, basically the the whole episode is her going into labor. She gives birth to two twins, and then Vision kind of has a hunch that something's off. And that's episode three. <laughs> this is pretty much it. Oh, no, no, that's not just, not, just is... they, She's In her mind, she switched up the, the setting, too. It's oh, 70. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's in a 70 setting now. Um, kind of looks Brady Bunch-esque. Um, yeah. But... Yeah, that's essentially what happened in the episode. There's a little little hints at things like referring to reality, mm-hmm. but it it's kind of like a minute interaction. It's like a yeah. quick interaction. You're like, oh, hey, they refer to something from the real world that's not relevant to this world that Wanda is in. Uh. Um, but it wasn't enough to be like, oh, man. It was just kind of like a cool little reveal. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if it, it kind of suffered from the same thing as the first two episodes for me, is kind of kind of more of the same. Still going for the sitcommy uh, mm-hmm. delivery, and towards the end of the episode, that's when it started kind of heating up and started pulling back the veil, and it mm-hmm. started creating more suspense. Mm-hmm. And then episode four is where it totally pulls back the veil, and it shows you the context of the situation they're in. Okay. But we still don't entirely know what the cause is, but you kind of get a different perspective in episode four to not totally spoil it. <laughs> All right. I, well, I saw something online that actually it does make me excited over the series. Um, what's, what's the main girl's name? I forgot. Elizabeth Olsen? Yeah, Elizabeth what's what's her last name Olsen, Olsen? yeah, yeah Elizabeth also mentioned yeah she mentioned how oh there's gonna be a Luke Skywalker type cameo where it's gonna be like that you know how that uh, how big mm. it was for Star Wars yeah and Mandalorian it's gonna be like that big for that series Mark Hamill is coming out now <laughs> <laughs> it's Mark Hamill again it's Kylo Ren what? in the MCU what the hell Yoda uh, I wonder who it could be yeah, but um, yeah, uh, yeah, that's great. Yeah, but I think overall the show, it's aight. Yeah, I think it would have been it would have worked better if it was maybe like if they released it as a two part series, maybe like mm. a oh, forty five minute sweet. first half, and then you get chapter two. Yes, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I agree. You never know. My episode five might be really good. I think I think it's I think it's Wait, how, it's going to be good many, from here on out, but I think it's still going to it's still primarily going to be sitcommy. I think. How many episodes is it? Four. So far. In no, total, oh, it's nine. Nine episodes. Ah, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, nine? You already looked it up. It's, yeah. 
All right. How do you guys feel about it being released weekly? Uh, I think they they have to do that nowadays, just because Disney Plus has uh, no material. <laughs> yeah, it's. I feel like if 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 it was released all at once. You know how everybody just consumes everything at once? Like, it wouldn't have made, like, huge, like, a huge splash, like, every single week. Now sure. people get to talk about it every single week, you know? Especially when we, when you get these big, uh, these big twists and reveals. It, it's going to keep making headlines. As opposed to, if it was just, everything was released on that first day, that, the talk would have been, like, finished, you know? There wouldn't have been any more blips on the internet about it. Yeah, leave leave them wanting more is what the best strategy to go with uh, any any show, um, because uh, yeah, somebody might watch all episodes, uh, binge watch them all in a row, and might spoil the the show for everybody else who hasn't watched the show. And I think for something that's really like good and quality, kind of like The Mandalorian, like it really worked out, like it being released released weekly. Especially with the belt up to like the the finale, um, so I kind of hope it it works the same way with WandaVision. Yeah, I think it'll wrap up more now where there's better anticipation for the the upcoming episodes. I just think for the first two episodes they weren't. It's just it was just such a plain sitcom show that it's not something that you would really wait a week for, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, maybe they knew that. Like, maybe they knew that too. Next adventure. I can't wait for next week. Like no. Uh, I can't wait to see, <laughs> to see him sit him on the couch again. You guys didn't. Uh, you, well, there was like those those the first two episodes had those two moments of creepiness, which I sort of sort of enticed me to keep watching because I'm like, oh, it's gonna get a Twilight Zoney. Yeah, uh, I, I wanted it more more of that. Like I just wanted it to be. 50-50, like, the sitcom stuff would be a good complement to it, primarily depending on its eeriness. Mm-hmm. That's a, I, think think that it, would, I think that would be a tough juggling act, like, sitcom and then also creepy at the same time. Yeah, but I think that's what it would have really set it apart, mm, as, I a, think, as opposed to it just kind of being a dedic- like an ode to those old sitcom shows. Yeah, Ralph, I think the term you're looking for is, like, you wanted a dark comedy. Mm, yeah something yeah like, like something like a dark comedy would would worked i think yeah well no I, well i'm just saying uh uh due to the the setting of the shows you know how they're they're choosing to give a, a nod to old sitcom sit, sitcoms yeah like i love lucy era. type yeah, yeah yeah and and then along the the ages you know along the eras like this this 50s 60s 70s um, uh-huh yeah, that's why it would be a tough juggling. I'm just no, I just see, but because of, of but uh, I, the I feel like I feel like the clash of those two eras and the dark comedy thing would have made it that much more like interesting. But hmm. I don't know. Agree to disagree, maybe. Yeah, I I think what would have made it even better. I don't even know in the comics if anything like this happened, but is there really like a demand for? old sitcom style shows <laughs> is it even relevant <laughs> to the marvel universe you know like, i think just marvel fans in general would have just enjoyed 
uh, an adventure. Like it didn't have to be a sitcom. I, I, yeah. Well, the, the thing is about the whole the whole setting. I believe it's the easiest way they could have uh, made a show about Wanda and Vision, since her whole her whole uh, power comes from uh, manipulating reality. Because mm. if you if you guys remember an uh, Age of Ultron, she uh, pretty much you know mind controlled everybody, gave gave everybody a different like reality, and they experienced it, and they were like just tripping out. Mm. Yeah, and made them like almost fight amongst themselves, like. Oh, Iron Man yeah, and Hulk. yeah, when they're they're going at it, and they all saw like a like a strange past of themselves. Wait, really? I don't remember that. Is that when um, Iron Man had had like that vision of him like seeing everybody dying? Yeah, the the, the first image of I, I saw the oh the, the broken in half uh, Captain America shield. Oh yeah. And Captain America was at an old old army party, uh, dancing, and then uh, Black Widow was in her her ballet school, mm. and I think, and and Thor was seeing visions of Ragnarok. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, I just I just wonder, like, from the the perspective of an average superhero movie or superhero fan, whatever, like. What are they gonna enjoy more? Like, or how how much are they gonna connect with the uh, old style sitcom show? It, like, we we're familiar with it because that's something that we would see on the TV if you just turn it on and like see Channel Eleven or something. And I Love Lucy is on, but people yeah. kids today aren't gonna really connect with that, you know? Oh, you know what? That's actually a on? great. That's a great point. I never thought of that to be honest. Did, did you guys uh? Quick, quick question. Did you guys like uh, I Love Lucy? I thought I it was... Lo- yeah, I loved it. For, for its time, I thought it was amazing. It was entertaining. It's, it's still pretty good. Yeah, I could watch... I could sit through a I Love Lucy marathon. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hashtag not ashamed of that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's just what I wonder. How much does it even appeal to... Like imagine, imagine you're like 16 years old right now. You're all jacked up after watching Infinity War and Endgame. Like, all oh, right, now I get some more Marvel content. And you're watching this. Yeah. Like, what is this? <laughs> You've never watched <laughs> anything like that before in your entire life. Yeah, and it's just like, what am I watching? Yeah, you're jacked up on Capra Sun and off your <laughs> Fortnite, off your Fortnite session, <laughs> and you're like, oh, I want to watch some TV. Like, you watch this. I love Lucy homage and what the hell? Like they're not even gonna get it, you know? Like you just got the dub in Fortnite, you freaking popped off, or you're like, oh man, Wanda kicked ass and endgame. She almost killed Thanos. Can't wait to watch this show. Oh yeah. she's cooking lobsters. Yeah. <laughs> you just went outside you know, in your front yard, you saw an old man, you called him a boomer, and then you wanted to go back home and watch a TV show. You, you know, it's just you're not gonna feel it. Yeah, <laughs> you wanted to see your favorite Marvel heroes in action again, and they're just living a very I, simplistic married life. I'll defend uh, Wandavision just in the sense that I feel like I don't. The only reason they're not giving, making them do so much action is because they're so overpowered. Obviously, it wouldn't work out. 
they could just they're basically two two of the uh, the infinity stones the mind stone and the reality stone so i think that's why they they uh they don't hold they hold back on the action because they were just but immediately i know it sounds well i can only speak for myself obviously but it sounds like i'm being overly negative on the show but i'm not i'm i'm like a huge fan of like anything comic book related and i'm gonna go back and watch it um so you know it sounds like i'm being negative but you know i enjoyed it for what it was yeah same here that's it it's just recently i ended up watching mr robot which kind of has like a similar style and it's like if it's hard to compare both of them because one of them is uh all right so remember the reveal in the sixth sense at the end you yeah. get that crazy ass twist yeah well that happens like five six times in mr robot and you never see it coming and with wanda and like compare that to wandavision it's like you just know that twist is coming so it's yeah it's like it's like it's like comparing this like oh my god this like masterful english thesis paper to a something a fourth grader wrote (laughs) you know like yeah like you, yeah. you know it's there like at some point you're gonna get to the big twist and it's like just tell me what it is like let me just <laughs> yeah. let, let, let's get on with it i want to just see this show progress and it's not mm-hmm. it's not that it's a bad show i just think it, it yeah 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 again good. not a bad show like i enjoyed the first why, two episodes am I the only one that loves cliffhangers and corny ass jokes oh, some of it think is so. too corny but yeah. um but yeah i i think um yeah, it it could have it could be it could have been done better, but I think it's kind of a process for Marvel as they're transitioning trust the into <laughs> trust the process as they're transitioning into doing these TV type series for Disney Plus. So yeah, I mean we're we're only like a month and a half away from uh, uh, the Winter Soldier and the Falcon. So I feel like that's going to be a lot better. That one should be good. <laughs> real good like because then you could just watch it and enjoy it and not have so much of it depending on what the the twist is <laughs> so much of like, watching wandavision is just like all right when when are we gonna get the twist yeah <laughs> i kind of i kind of now regret uh not watching uh uh was it was it called suicide squad no no, no. no. get that dc out of Get that deep <laughs> shit out of you. Uh, the, uh, um, what's that show? The Legend no, of the, no, the, the show, Shield? Wasn't there oh, a Agents show, Shield? Shield? I never gave that the, a- Agent, I, I Agents never. of Shield. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because, I tried, uh, I tried to get into that. I watched like the first four episodes and I just couldn't. Because there's a whole bunch of like nods to the show. Or yeah, they, like, no, dude, they connect to the, the MC, it connects yeah, to the MCU. Yeah. And the movies, yeah. and obviously because you know Haley Atwell was in it too. I think. Well, she has her yeah, own show too. Oh yeah. Is she? Yeah, I didn't watch it either. She what? Is she a blue thing? Uh yeah, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> yeah, but I, I never gave Agents of Shield a chance. It just looked like a bunch of people in suits. Didn't look too too enticing. Uh, there's no superheroes it, in here. F this. No, there uh, was superheroes in there. Who, who, uh, who are the superheroes? I don't remember off the top of my head, but 
but not not Avengers. <laughs> it was Bird and Ernie from Sesame Street. <laughs> um, oh, you guys, uh, you know, uh, did you guys hear the news? Uh, Muppets are is coming to Disney Channel finally. The first five seasons. This is a, a good a good topic. How do you both feel about the content on Disney Plus? You were going to say about the Muppets. Oh, yeah. I thought we were talking Muppets. Uh, yeah, no, but I mean, like, yeah, the Muppets is announced as one, but as a whole, like... I like it. I think it's one of the best for what it's worth. It's one of uh, the best streaming services out there, obviously. It gives you... Uh, gives you Ratatouille? <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's still a lot of uh, Pixar movies I still haven't seen, like uh, Wally, uh Coco. Wally. Uh, you haven't seen Coco? Oh, oh, I'm not gonna watch God. it on my cell phone, dude. I think the, there's some movies that have to, you know, obviously <laughs> they would look amazing there. And I mean, compared to my phone, mm. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna watch that on my cell phone. Oh, I haven't seen Up. Oh, Up, Up made me cry, and Coco made me cry. Coco hit me hard. Yeah, um, Coco was like, oh. dude, I went on a, I, I went on a date. To and watch Coco, and it was that was a that was a disaster. I was trying so hard not to cry. Oh, man, like, man, <laughs> man. <laughs> you, 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 you Frank, you cried on the date. Mm, I was trying not to cry, but you did. Um, a couple of tears might have escaped my my <laughs> eye ducts. Was, yes. the, was the girl was the girl crying? Your 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 tears were like we're free. <laughs> was, was your dick crying, Frank? No, it was like uh, you know that that sheriff and Cloudy with the chance of meatballs when he when he starts crying he just tells his tears to get back in there. It was like that. Uh, yes, my date was crying a lot. <laughs> it tears you up. It like it's it tears you up. It yeah. sticks a knife in you and then just starts twisting it. And then just going mm. deeper and deeper, you're like just making well, stuff. Oh, uh, I don't know. You're talking to the guy that. Uh, oh, let's see. What's the, the the a guaranteed cry would be the, the instructions of... not included. No, <laughs> I did see that movie. It was pretty sad though. Uh, no, the uh, death of you're, little. You're you're, mom. you're talking mm. to the guy that that little, cried in Paul Blart's small cop. Little. <laughs> Uh, Littlefoot's mom uh, in the land before time. Mom, mom. Yeah. That is a Littlefoot. That's a guarantee for me. <laughs> I think it's it's worse than uh, Mufasa's death. Yeah, um, that one was pretty pretty hard. I used to watch that yeah. movie a lot. Land before time. I didn't know that Steven Spielberg made it. He was the director. Directed it? Yeah, he directed it. <laughs> the only thing I remember oh, about... directed I think it was somebody... Land Before Time? Made movie. You know that little dinosaur that used to go, yep, yep, yep? That's all I remember. Ducky? Yeah. Yeah. Ducky. Yeah, that was a really good movie. Very well made and One of my sad. First, my favorite childhood movie. It had a, it yeah, had a good soundtrack. Good animation. I don't really remember the soundtrack. <laughs> Yeah, like all the ambiance throughout the movie is really good. Really, uh, really sets the tone for the struggle of the dinosaurs. <laughs> Speaking of dinosaurs, the show Dinosaurs is now on Disney Plus. <laughs> oh, it is. Yeah. Oh shit! Gotta give that a watch. I always, for some reason, that the big the dad dinosaur always uh, 
reminded me of that one actor who's the big John Goodman. John Goodman. There you yeah. go. It, was that based on that guy? It seemed like it because he has like the flannel too, like he does in yeah. Roseanne. Yeah, I always thought that was like they were somehow. That was a nod to the guy watch, to John Goodman. Watch the episode. Watch episode six of Wandavision be <laughs> a Roseanne knockoff. Oh, wasn't no. I want them to do. I, well, the next comment I want them to do is a uh, home improvement. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. But yeah, Muppets on Disney Plus, uh, dinosaurs, some behind the scenes, um, Walt Disney World and China opening or something like that. What do you guys think about that? That or Frank, what are your thoughts on it? Because I feel like they need more content. Like I feel like it's too Disney related. Uh, um. Outside of the Star Wars and Marvel stuff, I'm not like the biggest Disney Plus fan. I'm not a huge Disney guy, so yeah, you're right. They need more stuff. Um, I think the only stuff that's outside of those two things I just mentioned that I watched was a uh, free solo. Did you watch that documentary where that guy scales that big ass mountain without any equipment? No, not even oxygen. Interesting. N- no, yeah, no oxygen, no, no hooks, no, nothing to like hang on by. He just scales a whole mountain with his bare hands, dude. It's crazy. How old? How old? How old is the guy? Yeah. Is he, I mean, is he the old? guy. No, no, no. He's like thirty. Oh, okay. What's the yeah, guy? His name's Free Solo. Highly Free recommend solo. it. It's pretty good. I'll check that out. Would you? Would you be even more impressed if he was like an older man? An older man couldn't do it, cause it takes like eight hours to to scale the whole mountain, dude. He was out there for like eight hours. What's that? Dude, I don't, I don't remember what it's called. But it's somewhere in Southern California. I know that. Mm. Ralph's like, ah, I could do that mountain. <laughs> Disney should have contacted me for the. T- or did it for free? Just give me some amiibos. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Any, uh... <laughs> Go ahead. looking at what uh, what Disney is going to be releasing, um, more Wandavision, Pixar popcorn, Flora and Ulysses on February nineteenth, Raya and the Last Dragon, which is going to be an actual film. Um, that one looks pretty good. I don't know if you guys seen that trailer, but it looks like no, a... no? no, I haven't yet. It looks like a crossover of like Moana and Mulan. Mm. looks pretty cool that that actually looks good um but yeah that's that's pretty much all they're releasing so far falcon and winter soldier in march uh i feel like they need they need to like acquire another another like company like they have fox with the simpsons like they need another thing to add to the equation yeah i think especially compared to hbo max yeah they have the huge like premieres coming up it's and and disney plus looks a little bare bones <laughs> it's all skin and bones like yeah. hbo max just came out like we got we got studio ghibli we have cartoon network um we have dc we yeah. still have game of thrones and all those 
wacky shows they, that you all they got they, they got godzilla versus kong they got this oh, movie this new Warner movie Brothers. with denzel Wa- denzel washington and jared leto in the same type thriller murder type movie like they the got a matrix. lot they got the matrix matrix yeah matrix four and disney yeah. disney's over here like hey you want to hey. look at pixar's studio again <laughs> hey we we got land before time <laughs> Yeah, they could definitely benefit from uh, increasing their their content, especially when every other streaming service just puts out so much. And we're kind of just limited to looking forward to. All right, we got our one episode of Wandavision for the week. Like, not really gonna, <laughs> not really gonna watch Beauty and the Beast for like the thirtieth time. Jesus, they're so. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it a lot as a child. Oh, okay. Yeah. But um, but yeah, shall we, shall we segue into some some fights? Let's do it. So, what are your thoughts as the as our UFC MMA expert <laughs> on the the Connor and Dustin Poirier fight? Um. All right. So the first thoughts are. A lot of people sound super surprised that Conor McGregor lost. And when you look at the stats, or you, yeah, when you look at the, his past stats, like he hasn't had a dove in the lightweight division in, since like 2016, dude. Mm. That's that's more than fi- that's more than five years ago, <laughs> you know. So it's like people shouldn't be surprised. That's yeah, it's. So um, he's he's a little out of his. He might be a little bit out of practice, you know. As soon as the um, as soon as the fight was over, that's one of the first things he mentioned. Like Dustin stayed busy. He was fighting killers. He was fighting Holloway. You know, he was who else was he fighting? Off the top of my head, I'm not remembering here. But yeah, he was fighting just champion after champion and beating them. You know, he was fighting Habib. He lost to Habib, but compare that with. Connor, you know, he's he had an exhibition with Floyd, you know, but that's not gonna help him in an octagon, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's not sharpening his tools. He's just putting y- the yeah. tools back in the toolbox. <laughs> yeah, it's you're right. It's not sharpening his tools, so and then it just seemed like his corner didn't evolve with the times. Like people were joking about how there's this new meta in the MMA in the MMA game where people start off like kicking the calf like really hard you know and then based on how they're how well they go how well that goes you know they're they they go off that they they continue the rounds right so dustin started off by kicking connor's calf and that paid dividends like he couldn't move in the second round you know he got caught in a he got caught against the cage and he got dropped and that was it Dude, his leg was jacked up. I seen a backstage video, and he was like walking with a crutch, like walking through the the back, like congratulating Dustin. I was like, "Dang, how many kicks did yeah. this guy take?" And I mean, there's been a couple of like high profile fights recently where people got just messed up because they weren't like checking calf kicks. You know, I think uh, off the top of my head, Izzy uh, did that too. You know, against yeah, uh, Izzy, yeah, Izzy did that against Romero. Um. Mm. Yeah, Chito Vera beat uh, what's that guy that looks like six nine? Damn, I forgot his name. 
that skinny Rough kid, hair. Sean O'Malley. <laughs> he beat Sean O'Malley like oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah, his he was yeah, on yeah. Like one leg, huh? Uh, Volkanovski yeah. beat Holloway that way, so it's kind of like Anderson Silva broke his freaking leg. <laughs> that was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, a long time ago. But I think it goes to show that Connor's camp should have prepared him better, or yeah. maybe Connor just isn't listening to his camp as much, you know? Because in the Habib buildup, Connor sounds like he runs his camp now. Yeah, <laughs> like he does, come off, he does come off as an arrogant bastard. Yeah, like he, it sounds like he does, like he's just in charge of everything now. So I don't really know what's going on with him. Hopefully he can come back strong and hopefully they can take a look at everything and they can, you know, come up with a better battle plan for next time. Because uh, Dustin did mention, and it's pretty obvious in the first round that he caught him with a couple punches and Dustin said he could have finished them if he wasn't, if he wasn't careful. So... Connor still has the skills. He still has that, you know, that crazy left hand. So, I, I, I still, I still think he has it. He still has something left in the tank. Yeah. Do you think? I feel like I don't know. I feel like he kind of looked like he had some doubt when he was in there. Did you get that vibe at all? Um. No, I think I think the opposite. I feel like he looked too comfortable he looked like he was just gonna steamroll through dustin and that mm. obviously wasn't the case like i feel like Nor- like in his previous fights he's really like showboaty and mm. just exuding a lot of confidence but here he kind of just seemed more timid timid yeah a lot a lot of people are mentioning that like uh some of his bigger fights he's gotten into the opponent's head by shit talking in the yeah. in the in the like, what would that call the press conference thing, mm. and the pre-fight press conference yeah, thing, and and he gets into people's heads and he pisses them off, you know. So I don't know if Connor needs that. I know a lot of people are theorizing that's an intangible type thing. I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you guys think he needs to talk that smack to get fired up, or what? What do you guys think? I think he needs to cut back on the barking and focus more on his bite. Um. It's to stop strutting around like he's Vince McMahon all the time and <laughs> focus on focus on the fight. Yeah, I don't. Because he's mm-hmm. he's pretty much uh, not giving his opponents enough credit. He, he might he might he might think he's the the shit, you know, and he's the greatest boxer of all time. But you know, Dustin Poirier just proved them wrong, and also uh, Khabib really fucked him up. Mm, yeah but he wasn't disrespectful or anything in this build-up right yeah no he wasn't at all no cordial and stuff but i think just like his presence like his overall presence inside the octagon it didn't feel like somebody Mm -hmm. who was like uh just you know just exuding confidence like Mm. in in boxing in boxing there's the term of like uh ring generalship yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. You're controlling it. Like your 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 presence is there. Like you're the one that's dictating the fight, and it didn't feel like he had that as much as he's he's had it in previous fights. Khabib like, adjusted his swagger. Like the A side. That's what I. That's what I think. Khabib adjusted his swagger. Yeah, probably. I mean, he probably just put maybe yeah, after you're so unstoppable for so long, and you just fight somebody that's better than you. That was his first loss, right? He lost Who? to Nate, I think. Uh, Connors. 
No, it was against Nick uh, Diaz. Oh, he fought Nate Diaz? Yeah. Yeah, they fought twice now. Yeah, yeah, he lost the first one. He got rear naked choked. Uh, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah, has he ever fought Nate Diaz? Because that guy's yeah. tough. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I highly recommend those two fights. They're pretty insane. Hmm. All right, gotta gotta look those up. Hopefully, they're free on YouTube. Yeah, a lot of them are free on YouTube. They're gonna be like upside down. <laughs> no, no, no. There's actually a, commentators the U- in another language. The UFC <laughs> channel, uh, as as long as they're like years old, they'll show them, right? Yeah, yeah. They're they're like official uploads. Yeah. Yeah. Except Which for the, the heavy, the heavy, the heavyweight ones, they don't tend to show that. Yeah, but that's a good way of getting into UFC. If any of our listeners want to watch a couple of fights, just you know, just Google UFC matches, and they'll have a lot of the most recent, like high-profile matches. Like just recently, I think I was watching Justin Gaethje versus Habib. That's available. Hmm. I don't think I've seen that one. Yeah, you missed it. Yeah, I missed that one. Oh, actually, I think I seen the highlight. I just Thank you, that. Abu Dhabi. <laughs> that was his last fight, right? He retired. Yeah, that was his last oh, fight. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, question mark? Last fight? To be continued. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After Dana's loss, he'll be like, "Nah, I'm not gonna come back." Yeah, Dana's trying his hardest to like get him to come back. Dude, he seems so defeated. <laughs> it seemed like oh, he was the one that yeah. got knocked out. <laughs> Yeah, he, he could have like he could have hit that a little better. I think it was a little unprofessional. It was like you're yeah. talking in the post. You're talking in the post fight presser, right? Yes. Yeah. It's like, dog, yeah. come on! Like, you're the promoter. Like, you you want to build up both fighters. Like, best man win. Like, it happens. Yeah. You know, if you're he, gonna be he like showed sour favor. grapes. He showed favor for a fighter for Connor. Yeah, no, well, like defeated. He's just like, yeah, you know, things happen. Just a fight game. Yeah, he just—he was looking do. down the whole time. He wasn't like loud and boisterous like he usually is. It's like he—he he think he'd be he excited lost. to watch a fight. No, but the thing After. is, I could sort of understand it from a business standpoint because he lost like his mega fight. You know, Connor versus Habib is like tremendous. You know. It's well, the top... hell with it. You get you get Poirier versus Khabib. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they already fought, but oh, they have. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Khabib beat them pretty. If pretty you're easy. the the promoter in that situation, you're just kind of like selling it to the to the press. Like, yeah, see, I told you guys this was such a big fight. Like, you know, Connor, yeah. this was Connor coming back. Imagine now that he already was in the octagon and. Imagine how he's going to come back for the rematch. Like, let's see. We're yeah. going to talk to Dustin's team. We're going to see if Connor's up for it. And let's make this re- rematch happen. Like, yeah, exactly. They were kind of trying to do that, but they, it still sounded like low energy. Yeah. Like, like, cause it's true. Like if they would have sold it like that, it would have sounded like pretty hyped because both of them now have a win over each other. Like the trilogy, mega fight is there now you know yeah you have the rubber match and it's like all right yeah. you sell everybody on that mm-hmm. and connor needed to to get active again he's been he's fought so infrequently so it's kind yeah. of expected to have this kind of performance when you're fighting somebody who's at the top of their game who's been training consistently and you have a guy that's running multiple businesses and is not mm-hmm. dedicating his whole time to his craft yeah. So and he had, 
you have to remember that like the MMA guys outside of Connor and Habib, they don't get paid as much as the top boxing guys. So this is pretty easy to make happen if they really want to, yeah. you know? They just back up that Brinks truck in Dustin Poirier's front yard and it'll happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's no uh, there's no uh, better way he could have, uh, you know, not he, he should have not uh, pouted about the them losing the mega fight uh, about uh, McGregor versus Khabib. Yeah. What's uh? But that it kind of reminded me of uh. Well, I think it's Eddie Hearn when yes. uh, Andy Royce beat uh, Anthony yeah. Joshua. That's what I was thinking like, of too. I got that same energy. Yeah, he's just like I have. I have like put everything on this one guy, and he just lost. <laughs> Like he, I think, I think with that it was worse though. Like it's yeah. more understandable, like him being so deflated, because Connor had Connor's already lost twice. Yeah. yeah, Anthony Joshua was undefeated. This was his first time coming to fight in the states. Mm-hmm. You're expecting the him just to blow through. Yeah, you're expecting him just to blow through this guy, and nobody even knew who Andy Reese was. At least Dustin Poirier, like. People held him in high regard because he's been fighting like high, yeah, 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 competition. Yeah. But Andy Ruiz, like nobody really knew about him, so it was more, more of an unexpected blow in that sense because mm-hmm. nobody expected Andy to win. So pudgy power, pudgy power. Yeah, I don't even know what happened to that guy. He hasn't even announced. Yeah, what happened guy. to him? <laughs> I think. I don't know. I kind of feel like he's going he might end up being one of those fighters who just like blows all the money. <laughs> uh. I don't even see him I don't even see any videos about him or anything anymore. He was I would see all these posts about him buying like Bentleys and he bought this huge mansion. Like nuts, like so many things that he was putting his money into. I'm like how can you sustain that lifestyle over one victory? Yeah, like over this yeah. one big win, like at some point, this is gonna have to. Dude, you know what his what is what those uh, the way he would like pimp out his cars reminded me like he was playing this GTA game and he went yeah. to fucking <laughs> Lo- Los Santos Customs and he just pimped out his Rolls Royce. He made it like all matte black. I'm like, who does that? Like, it's just a little bit tacky, <laughs> you know? Like, he put spinners yeah. on that thing and everything, like. Yeah, dude, like the way he spent his money looked like some MTV cribs from like the early 2000s or something. <laughs> like bling era rap. Like yeah. You would see in in that that time. But yeah, I don't know. I don't who knows if that guy's ever going to come back. Well, what is that nozzle do inside your car? It's a nacho dispenser. Nacho <laughs> cheese dispenser, like yeah. <laughs> yeah, who who knows what's going to What's gonna happen? Like nobody even really talks about him anymore. The the big fight now in the heavyweight division is Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua. Mm-hmm. So there's build up around that, and I think before that they, I think they had confirmed that they were gonna fight, but I don't know if it's officially set in stone. But we'll have to to wait and see until they make an uh, official announcement. I think they both are probably gonna fight somebody else and maybe fight somebody towards the end of the year, maybe like in the fall. Mm. So there was some big boxing news. 
this past week, right? Was it this past week? You got any news on that, sir? So, <laughs> what news are we referring to? I don't know the news you were going to talk about <laughs> right now. <laughs> news? What news? <laughs> well, Text no, there, there's there's a lot of um. Check your notes. It just says land before time. <laughs> <laughs> Best movie ever. <laughs> is Disney Plus worth it? Question mark. No, there. It, there's gonna be in the next like two months. There's gonna be a lot of good fights, like a lot of good fights. Um, the biggest things and the headlines right now. I guess we could start off with uh, a potential fight between Ryan Garcia and Manny Pacquiao. What do you guys think about that? At first, they were saying that it was just gonna be an exhibition. And a lot of people were talking crap like, what the heck? You're going through all this hoopla about not fighting a tank and you're going to fight an exhibition with Manny Pacquiao. But now Ryan put out a video on Instagram saying that uh, if he does fight Manny Pacquiao, it's going to be a real fight. So what do you guys think about that? What do you think, Ralph? I think King Rai's got this in the bag. Really? Uh, I'm not gonna count him out. I mean, if he if he plays a if he fights a better like a little more defensively, I feel he's a little too loosey goosey with his punches. He feels a little too confident, and he leaves himself too open for you know a knockout caliber punch uh, from any any fighter. So that's that's the only thing. That's my only critique on on Ryan. Um, uh, and Pacquiao. I mean, I don't know. He's He's Pacquiao. He's gonna. He's still good, right? He's still. He's still, yeah, still got he's, his. He's still Pacquiao. Like, did you see him fight Keith Thurman? Uh, no. He. I, he told me he messed him up pretty bad, right? Uh, it was a competitive fight. He knocked him down in like the second round. But I mean, this is a what like thirty-nine-year-old Manny Pacquiao fighting a late twenties or maybe like thirty-year-old Keith Thurman at the time in the prime of his career fighting a top welterweight and he beats him like Keith Thurman was a a champion at the time when he won that fight that was at 147 pounds Ryan Garcia fights at 135 pounds he has he's never fought he's always fought like this is his highest weight is 135 he hasn't fought anybody at 140 and he's going to jump up two weight classes to fight Manny Pacquiao at 147. He got knocked down by a guy, Luke Campbell, at 135, who's not known for his punching power. Imagine jumping up two weight classes when you've never fought at the weight before and you're fighting one of the greatest boxers of all time who's knocked out some of the greatest boxers of his generation. Um, you put it that way. <laughs> when you put it that way, five hundred dollars on King yeah. Ryan. <laughs> A double diamond hands. Double, double. <laughs> Everything on King Ryan. You forget this. Uh, you're you're forgetting uh, King Ryan's Mexican factor, which is uh, dude. I think I think every Mexican fighter has this X factor that's just unknown. They have this. Mexican he's, rage inside of him. He's a it's Mexi- called, he's a it's Mexican called Mexican Taco style. <laughs> he's as Mexican as Taco Bell. <laughs> he, nah, I mean, he doesn't he's, even he's, understand he's, Spanish. He's very 
very pocho, I'll give him that, but, uh, but yeah, you know. No, I'll, I'll give Ryan the credit that he is, he's a down-ass yeah. foo. Yeah. He is. Mm. The, the way he got I mean, up. he might hang out with Jake Paul, but, you know, he's still, no, he's still I, cool. I mean, I, I think he's, he's, he can be pretty cringy when you, when you look at his, his content, um, but I think just him as a fighter, he's a he's a he's a pretty good fighter, and I would like to see him, you know, get more experience and build himself up rather than jumping to a Pacquiao fight. I think it'll be entertaining if it does happen. Um, it's like I respect a, the fact that he's not ducking people. I respect that. So even if he loses, I'll I respect the fact that he didn't that he doesn't duck fighters. We'll see. We'll see how how true that is. To how, yeah. Depending on how this year plays out. Who's in, who's in charge of his management? Because that is pretty interesting. That it seems like he has a very heavy say on who he, who he's going to fight next and what goes on. Because that's usually not the case with these boxing guys, right? It actually might be the contrary. Um, <laughs> he's uh, he signed with Golden Boy, Oscar mm-hmm. De La Hoya's promotions. Um, so you have Ryan, he's coming out saying, oh yeah, I want to fight Pacquiao next, Pacquiao, Pacquiao, Pacquiao. Then you have like the main people of Golden Boy coming out with statements like, no, that fight's not happening. Uh, so it's up in the air. Oh, I thought yeah. it was, um, I thought it was on the way of it happening. It's, it's, it's a toss up. It seems like maybe, um, I seen something, if it was, I think it might've been like Ryan's direct manager or something, or his agent would put out a statement that they are working on the Pacquiao fight, but then the actual golden boy promotions is saying that they aren't. And Pacquiao's camp hasn't really confirmed anything. So it's just, it's like a huge toss up. There isn't any clear, clear information so far. I kind of feel like it's gonna, it's not going to happen. It feels like it's leaning towards that way that there's, there's just too much conflict um, with the information that's being put out that when things like this happen and it just ends up poofing. You think back to uh, you think back to the original um, Mayweather Pacquiao fight, the first time that they were gonna fight, and mm-hmm. they were putting all, all these statements. They had officially announced the fight, and then it just got dropped out of nowhere. They never fought. They did yeah, eventually they did. fight, but. There was an original, like, they had confirmed that they were going to fight, and then they canceled it. So, and it was, like, due to, like, Pacquiao not agreeing to the the drug testing, or I don't know what the heck. It was just, so, like, so much back and forth that it didn't didn't happen. But from what they're, from what they're putting out, um, both fighters want to make the fights happen. Um, mm. Manny wants it, Ryan wants it, but the, the team's behind them it's up in the air Mm. so it's probably most likely going to come to a disagreement and (laughs) they're going to probably fight somebody random Mm. but i don't know i hope it does happen if it does happen i give a lot of credit to ryan um not not a lot of not any fighter really would put their their reputation and their undefeated record on the line like that nobody else is like from his weight classes called called out uh manny pacquiao so 
kudos to him if it happens, but if it doesn't, then it's just boxing being boxing. Mm-hmm. Does that happen? Does that happen often in uh, UFC, Frank? No, it rarely happens. But it's because I mean, it, they're all under the main UFC guys. The main guys you want to see fight are under the same banner. You know, so it only benefits Dana White and the company to have the top guys fight each other. They're always putting out these banger cards because, I mean, that's they want to put out the best fights they can. You know, it benefits everybody there. Right. It it it, it makes no sense for them to politic against each other in the UFC as much as they do in boxing. Like it happens rarely, but not as much as it does in boxing. Yeah, boxing, it's like every other fight. <laughs> People yeah. price themselves out. They don't agree on what the split is going to be for um, the revenue that they're going to get from the gate. Uh, they don't agree on the, the gloves. It's just it's ridiculous, like the amount of hoops that, that um, they go through just to make a fight happen. Um, but aside from that, there's a lot of really good fights that are going to uh, be coming up Canelo already announced his next fight after he just fought um Caleb Smith he's going to be fighting and I can't really pronounce his name but it's Avni Yildirim um who's a super middleweight contender um this guy is kind of expected to just you know get run over by Canelo he's not mm. he's not like a top prospect he's already mm. lost to um, one of the top super middleweights, I think it was Chris Eubank Jr., but he's not mm-hmm. even, Eubank Jr. isn't even like a top pound for pound fighter on anybody's mm-hmm. list, really. So he's not in the same, he's not of the same caliber as Canelo at all. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, so, yeah, so it's expected to happen. Canelo's going to steamroll through Gilderim, and they already announced that he's expected to fight uh, Billy Joe Saunders in May, which will actually be a competitive fight because Billy Joe is one of those guys that's in Canelo's weight class and hasn't fought um, a top-level opponent. He's undefeated and hasn't really fought anybody. Is he going to fight the piano man? Oh, Crickets. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got it. It's cricket. Uh, oh, I didn't get the reference. Sing us a song the, uh, the Billy Joel Yeah, now this this dude is crazy. He's like uh Billy Joel Osmond? <laughs> That's his name. Billy Joe Saunders. He's he's really weird. Weird and what <clears throat> he's kinda got a Tyson Fury thing going on, but more disrespectful. Oh. Yeah, like I think he... I don't. I forgot. Uh, he's somewhere from the UK in that area. I don't know where exactly. He, he's a Cockney. Uh, Brit. Let's see. Let me look it up really quick. Where is Billy Joe Saunders from? A place of birth, Wellwyn Garden City. Where's that? <laughs> that sounds American. <laughs> Is he from uh, Florida? England. He's from England. He might be some, some crazy Floridian. Yeah, but he's 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 been caught up in a bunch of craziness. Um, I think there was a video of him on YouTube. There was like a homeless person, and then he uh, paid a homeless person. 
No, he he just gave them money. To, like he just he was like exploiting the person. I forgot. It was he had like a a period of time where he was just doing a bunch of wacky stuff, and it was just kind of like, wow, this guy is not that good of a person. <laughs> but um, he's he's uh, fought a lot of uh, he's beaten a lot of opponents that Triple G has ran through. So he's kind of going to be in that same caliber of fight. He's not, he's not like a Gennady Golovkin, but he's within that like top five ranking of people to fight Canelo. So that's going to be a good fight uh, when it does mm. happen. He's more of a technical fighter. Um, so it'll, it'll be a good fight. Should be entertaining. But aside from that, um, we have uh, Oscar Valdez versus Miguel uh, Burchelt. That's going to be, I think, a flyweight fight um, happening this month. Then there's uh, Virgil Ortiz versus Maurice Hooker. That's going to happen next month. Um, and then what they're announcing in May as well, what they're expecting to be on the same date as the Canelo-Billy Joe Saunders fight is Jose Ramirez versus, um, um, what's his name, Josh Taylor. And that's going to be a unification fight at 140 pounds, so all the belts uh jose ramirez has two i think and then josh taylor has the other two so it's gonna be for undisputed at 140 pounds but they're stating that (laughs) the fight might happen that same date as Canelo's fight so hopefully they can do a different date i mean it's two different promotions canelo is with the zone and jose ramirez is with top rank that's espn Mm -hmm. so i'm kind of hoping because josh taylor is from the uk too i believe um, hopefully they make that fight like during the day. Mm-hmm. Are, are you kidding me? I would be so fucking hype if they had a four-way <laughs> boxing match and last man standing gets all the belts. That would be amazing. <laughs> Even though they're in different weight classes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they could all, they could all the the you know the, the guys that weigh less could all team up against you know the bigger boy. The bigger guy. Jose Ramirez and uh, Josh Taylor will gang up. All of them versus Cinnamon. All of them versus Cinnamon. That would be amazing. That would make no sense, dude. Come on, don't be, don't be ridiculous. And then Sting comes. Oh my god! You need one. You need one big guy and one little guy on the same team. <laughs> That's the only way it would work. And then, and then Vince McMahon comes strutting out, and he he rips his both both his quads. <laughs> Uh, never mind. Yeah, some some big fights coming up for boxing. Um, hopefully, they don't have them at the same time. That would, that would be really cool if they do have it. If it is same day and um, one card ends and then another one, the other one starts. That would be a a good day of boxing. Hopefully, it happens that way. But yeah, that's all we got for um, for boxing news. I don't think anything else has been announced. No fights for Terrence Crawford or Errol Spence. They just keep going back and forth, blaming the other side, talking smack, but they, they're they not making that fight happen. So, Errol Spence versus who? Terrence Crawford. Terrence Crawford, best welterweight, uh, signed with top rank. ESPN 
Um, he knocked out Kell Brook in his last fight. Errol Spence has knocked out Kell Brook in the past when he was in his prime. Um, and yeah, they're pretty much the two top welterweights in the division at right now, and they just don't make the fight happen. Well, Errol Spence is all about that farm life now. Yeah, he moved so. on to be a farm boy. Wait, really? What the? <laughs> yeah, and in his post-fight interview after he beat Danny Garcia, they're like, "Oh, so what do you think about uh, the fight with Crawford?" He's like, "Oh, well, I just I just bought a farm, you know. I I bought a bunch of pigs and horses. I'm gonna go. I'm um, focused on my farm right now." <laughs> I, I bet his management team pushed him towards that direction. <laughs> Keep Probably. him focused and away from trouble. Yeah, after his accident. Hmm. That was a that was a gnarly one, but it was good to see him come back and be able to, you know, not have his accident really impact him. His performance, he still looked like the same fighter he was before it happened. What was he driving? Some Lamborghini, kind of sports car. Yeah, but yeah, I think that that covers everything. Did you guys have anything else on the docket? Mm, no i think that i think that wraps it up that was like about an hour and 20 all right cool so till the next time unless unless you guys want to bring something else up okay miguel Burchell versus oscar valdez that's february 20th that's gonna be a banger junior lightweight title mark it on the calendar yeah mark your calendar um that's gonna be a good ass fight the other good ass fight that's gonna happen uh uh, Chocolatito against uh, Juan Francisco Estrada. That's going to be another banger, too. That's going to be March 13th. And then we have Canelo. Yeah. Some good fights coming up. All right. Well, I guess that about wraps it up for us here. Ralph, do you have any final closing words? Uh, no, no, no. Coming in at the moment. All right, y'all. We'll catch y'all next time. See ya. Peace.